0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the NBA Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. You guys know what time it is. Your gracious hosts, Rob Bruin and T. Rose, we are back in the building. So much Mm. has happened. We've been in so many different directions. But Troy, we back. Tell me how you feeling, man.
1: Listen, man, I've been on your head, just like you've been on <laughs> mine, about getting back to the pod, man. And I'm, I'm just glad that we're back to it. I know you've been handling your business, you've been traveling, and obviously I've been here in Syracuse and doing what I am can to make the best of the semester that it's been, you know, with this crazy COVID. But, you know, now we back, you know, I'm on break, you, you're back home out there in NY, so I think it's time that we, we dive back in and really continue to get the people something that they need, something that they love, and do what we do best, man. Continue to make them
0: believers. Absolutely. Before we even dive into the podcast, I just want to say this. As being your partner in crime, man, I'm proud of you. You're almost done with your first semester. I know this semester has been different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a completely new situation for you guys. You know, Being at Syracuse, we were stepping into COVID. You guys are in covid two different right. situations similar fights but um you hear man one semester down i think what you have two or three more to go so right. you know just just stay level headed man we we got so much more ahead of us i
1: appreciate you and i know like obviously you know i'm i'm always talking to you and conversating with you about what's going on but it's definitely been such a, a unorthodox situation you know and i like i was telling you before i just feel like it's a different level of opportunity but it's like you're still pushing you're still continuing to do what you need to do and you know obviously in that this podcast is a big part of you know me continuing to go forward continuing to push and I'm just glad that you know obviously I can make the best of what I can at school but I'm glad that you know we're back we're doing what we can and we're here on the NBA prospects let's get to it man
0: yeah man just for our viewers man y'all stay encouraged everybody that's getting to it trying to get to their next thing stay focused stay encouraged and you know we all grinding and we in this together now to the rundown, Mikey Williams and Lake Norman Christian get smacked by Sunrise. Over on the college side, we have a lot of people balling up right now. Don't say, don't say no names. Don't say no, no, no. Don't say no, no names. names. No names yet. Mm. No names yet. Yeah, because no I don't want everybody trying
1: to jump up. on the bandwagon. There's
0: so many other different things going on, so you guys stay tuned as, as we knock these topics out. Sunrise, Lake Norman Christian. Kendall mm. Brown, number 10 on the black. 28 points that's the only number i'm gonna give because he dominated everything he's dunking on people he's grabbing rebounds he's running the floor like horse sunrise just looked like they wanted and needed to win that game
1: and i love what i saw out of kendall brown like i mean he 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 played a hell of a game i mean he was 12 for 17 from the field like you say he was able to you know have 28 points he was dominating down low running in transition Crazy dunks. Like I know we got we gotta talk crazy. about the dunk. You gotta talk about the dunk where he almost took his Something own head spicy. off. Yeah. He almost took his own head off. He wanted to dunk the ball so hard. But I think to me, what what was stood out in that game was the way Mikey played to me. I think how he wasn't as aggressive as we used to seeing him, especially as far as getting to the basket. Early on, I did see him, you know, try to get his teammates involved and get things going on the assist him. But it just definitely was an unfamiliar sight because I feel like Mikey wasn't as aggressive. I didn't see him taking shots that he would normally take. I didn't see him being assertive, being the the floor general for his team, as we usually do. So I'm, I'm sure it's an it's a, it's a eye-opener for him and just to let him know, like, hey, man, it's not going to be easy. You're a star. You could play well. But there's other young talents putting in work and willing to shine and going to put forth that effort every single game. You got to be prepared for that. So I'm sure going into the next game, he's going to keep that in mind and he's going to come out way more aggressive for sure.
0: I'm glad you brought up the point of floor general. Trey Green, we're glad he was on the floor because only stat out thought for him as well. He had 28 points. We're used to seeing Mikey Williams do his thing and be the dominant force on the floor I think with Mikey Williams, what we're starting to see is the the competition is starting to catch up to him. And he's starting to get exposed a little bit if you want to be quite frank about it. I think he's talented, but he needs to have a better shot selection. He has to be more aggressive and know that he's not the best on the floor anymore. He had a great year last year at San Ysidro, but this is going to be a different situation being at uh, Lake Norman. They're looking at him to be more aggressive. He has help from Trey Green. He needs to fill out his role as, as the tool guard for um, Lake Norman, and I really feel as though he needs to continue to push the ball in transition. He needs to get to his spots. He had a few possessions where he got people involved, but, Mikey, he just needs to overall be more aggressive. I think if he gets to the basket, gets those free throws knocked down, his shot opens up from there.
1: I agree. And don't sleep, Mikey. You got a lot weighing. We still looking to see if you're on your HBCU run.
0: I might even worry so about the HBC still, we, no more, man.
1: But, but we'll dive into that. That's just we'll
0: going going to fall. Yeah, definitely.
1: We'll, di- we'll dive into that when the time's right. Let's move on.
0: Something else that really popped up to us. Bronny looking a little different. Speaking mm. of 6'4", mm. I think he's felt out. Mm. He stood next to his pops. Right. Those pictures were released. He's looking like a 6'3", 6'4", frame to me. Last year, he was 6'2". He's definitely growing. I'm not going to say significantly, but you can tell the difference. And it is good to see him in the gym. He looks stronger. He looks more fit. And I'm excited to see what he does. And speaking of Mikey Williams being the number one person in their class at that time, I, I think his spot is definitely going to be taken.
1: That kind of reminds me of, of LaMelo Ball. It's like you went from seeing this... this not so necessarily tall, athletic player. Mm-hmm. So you you start to slowly see him grow, and now you look at Lamelo. Just think about it. Two years ago, he was what, maybe six?
0: Completely different. One
1: six two, and now you're looking at pictures of him standing six, next to eight. his his brothers and his fathers, and he's the tallest in the picture. So, I mean, th- these young players are are growing at a fast rate, and you Bronny is a living testament of that. You know, he's, he's growing. He's filling out. And I really now think that with that happening, this is going to be his chance to really take high school basketball ball by storm and really dominate and play to his potential. So with that height is going to come expectations and growth. So hopefully he'll be, he'll be willing to, to show us that as well.
0: You know, just to throw a quick monkey wrench in there, Bronny James right now versus Mikey Williams, one-on-one, games three. Who are you taking? Still got Mikey.
1: I know he played yeah. bad. I, I know he played bad. I know he struggled the last game, but but I still got Mikey. I still got him. I'm not just going to give Bronnie that because he grew a little bit. I'm not giving mm, him that. Like, that's I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Because sometimes every sometimes when people grow, they go through that awkward phase of yeah, adjusting being, yeah, to their yeah, height. To their body. You know? yeah. and, 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 and it sounds easier said than done coming from two guys who probably on a good day maybe be touching six foot. In my case, so you know, it's easier to do that? Why you and, uh, just
0: do
1: that though? Why you? I just, I just had to put some points on that, <laughs> but you know, it, sometimes it could be an awkward thing going through that growth. So I'm sure you know with that growth, Bronny is still trying to develop. So in that and that and that one-on-one game, I, I still got Mikey. He, he gonna take he gonna take Bronny to the hole. He's gonna break a couple ankles. So I got Mikey.
0: Okay, I'm definitely rocking with Bronny on that one. I feel like he's already comfortable with himself. I don't feel like he needs to get adjusted. I feel like he's just fluently in motion right now. And not to mention his dad is who he is. He, he's been had him working out. So I, I think he would not take it easily, but I got him 3-2, Bronny, for sure.
1: My good brother Rob. Talk to me. Since we've been out,
0: mm-hmm. some
1: different things have transpired. College basketball is back.
0: It's back, baby. It's back. It and, you
1: know, and we're going to get into who I'm feeling Which I'm sure you already know. (laughs) We ain't got to get that far. But it's back. And obviously different circumstances. We all know due to COVID, so no fans are in attendance. A lot of these games that are being played are just conference-based games. But it's still exciting to see these young talents still be able to showcase what they have. Got some hot freshmen out here going crazy. Got some teams looking nice. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, who's standing out? What team? Or I'll let you say what player first. What player? is standing out so far as a freshman, sophomore, whatever. Who's standing out so far this season as college ba- as college basketball
0: has got back underway? We're going to go Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham. Mm. I'm going to take it back a little bit. I, I looked at a little bit mm. of content because Slim's been pushing out some real good content. They've been going into the schools and just you know, a day in the life of Cade Cunningham. What's going on? Just to give everybody a heads up. He's vegan. Mm. He's real clean. 6'8". I'm going to say his frame is about, I'm going to say two hundred one ninety 190 area. And He's just he's a gym rat, you know, and to be that tall at the point guard position and what we're looking at new in terms of Lamelo ball. It just brings us back to no comparison that that Magic Johnson era, you know, to be Mm -hmm. so tall at that position that opens up the floor in a different way, because the point guard traditionally was the smallest guy on the floor. So I'm Mm -hmm. just saying that now just to see him. He's great at running the break. He gets to the basket very well. And he's just going to be a mismatch. It's going to be a very tough for a lot of people to guard him. So when they played um, Oakland the other day, nice windmill. When he went to the basket, spread the floor, got his teammates involved. He had a calm 18 points. I mean, Kay Cunningham is really standing out to me, and I think he's definitely going to go high in this next draft for sure.
1: I like that pick. He's exciting. He's explosive. Mm-hmm. I mean, at times, he's a human highlight. And I think yeah. Oklahoma State, they definitely got themselves a gem with that player. But for me – I've been paying a lot of attention to, to Tempe, Arizona, mm. to some Sun Devils, in particular, Mr. Josh Christopher. Mm. Can we talk about the exciting play and how he really Different. has – he's teamed up with a, with a talented point guard, Remy Martin, who have to give credit when it's due. But he is just really coming to his game. And from the start, he has played with such a level of confidence. I think the game that he had against number three Villanova, when he had 28 points, 11 for 17 from the field, like he, like he was really getting to it. He knocked down a couple of threes. He was three for five from the field as well. So I think that game really showed to me that his level of confidence and he spreads his game all around. He doesn't just dive into just wanting to shoot threes or just wanting to get to the basket. He, he does it all. He shoots from the perimeter. He gets to the basket. He finishes strong. He's, he's creative, he's shifty, and he also plays some defense. Oh, so yeah, I, talk I,
0: about I, that.
1: He also yeah. plays some defense, you know what I mean? So I like what I see out of Josh Christopher. He's established that even though he's young, he's a leader. And the, and the Arizona State team has really rallied, rallied behind his play. And I like what I'm seeing so far out of him. I think they're four games into the season, and he's averaging about 17 points a game. So, I mean, if he can continue to keep that going, there's no question that he's going to be top three, top five draft pick going into next year. But as we move on, got to ask you, who's your team? Those are individual players. What what team is standing out to you so far?
0: Brother, when I think about a team that really stands out to me, I have to give props to the Baylor Bears. First, I never knew it was in Texas, one. Two, uh, they have a lot of talent. They have Mitchell, which is dope. They have Jared Butler. You know, they have Adam Fle- Flagler, excuse me, just the camaraderie that that team has and the way that they attacked the fast break. I love the way that they defended Illinois. They put Illinois in such a tight bond in terms of keeping them outside of the paint. And it it was a heartbreaker for us because Baylor was going to go against Gonzaga, which was Mm -hmm. canceled uh, a few days ago. So I think Baylor really stood out to me because I had no idea that they were so stacked. And I really think that they're under the radar this year.
1: Yeah, Baylor—they—they they certainly played well. I—I I, I wish we would have got a chance to see the Gonzaga and Baylor game. That—that that was such a the number one and number two team. That was a highly anticipated one. But we got to give a shout out to the Syracuse Orange too. I love what I've seen out of the men's and Orange women's in the team. Building, you feel me? Uh, shout out to Tiana Mangakaya. She just returned after her long battle mm-hmm. with cancer, and you know, after missing 600 plus days, That's you crazy. know, she's back. And she's doing well, and I like what I'm seeing out of the men's team as well. So the freshman Kandari, uh, he's playing well. Big shout out to Dola Jai and Quincy they they's all playing well, and hopefully, speedy recovery to Buddy Beheim. I know that the team has been stricken with a lot of COVID, you know, instances. I, if I'm not mistaken; I think like five players was out due to COVID. So I like what I'm seeing out of the orange so far, men's and women's.
0: Yeah, Syracuse, you know, struggled last year. They were really like a 500 team, but I would say. The biggest highlight for last year, even though, you know, it was some time ago, is the way they played in that ACC tournament against UNC. It was great to see NBA player now, Elijah Hughes, ball out, Buddy Beheim, Quincy Gary in the game, and really just throw the emphasis, the icing on the cake to end this this season, you know, the way they did. But as they transition into where they are now, Kadary Richmond, I think he's flashy. He has a little bounce on him. He brings that Brooklyn swagger. To Syracuse, which is upstate, so it's gonna be good to see what Syracuse does. And um, they they're a little undersized this year with losing yeah. Sidibe, which is gonna be a mm-hmm. little tough. So Dolajar gonna to have to you know eat his Wheaties, get his weight up because they are gonna need him. They gonna need him big time.
1: And it's funny because I'm witnessing him do such. is crazy. He's actually my neighbor, Dola We actually live in the same building, so oh, dope, I see dope, him. Dope. Uh, yeah, I see him around here all the time, working, <laughs> working out, getting it in. And, and he, his game is progressively grown too. And be on the lookout. I got a little. I got a little feature coming with with Dola here over at Syracuse. So be on the lookout. He he knows what he's doing. He got some skills.
0: Man, you know, you know, you might as well tell him to pull up on the show. Maybe we could.
1: My, I mean, my, my, my. My, My make, a, make a call, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, shout out,
1: and shout out to Elijah Hughes, second round pick, 39th. 39th
0: se- second yeah, round, 39th dope. pick, mm-hmm. Utah Jazz. Big shout out to Elijah Hughes. Yeah, he's, he's definitely going to help Donovan Mitchell do work next year. We, we definitely got to see that. Now, the NBA is going to be finding all teams that don't play their superstars on nationally televised games. What does this mean? Because what do did, what did they call it?
1: Uh, Load management.
0: Why to the tie those new balances up? No,
1: nah, I, I think this is a good move by the NBA. And I think specifically for nationally televised games, mm-hmm. you know, as a viewer, and especially going into a situation where now, if the season is played through another pandemic and there's no fans if we sit at home and we're going to, if this is our only way to the game now is watching it, everybody has to be out there, especially nationally televised games. We have millions of people looking to see whoever their best player is or whatever star is, whether it be a Kawhi, whether it be a LeBron, whether it be a James Harden, we deserve to see those players out there. So I think that's just a move by the NBA, knowing that this year is going to be a little different as far as the fans and our access to these players and being able to watch. So I think that's just – they're a way of letting them know that on those big days, that whether that team's gonna take that hundred thousand, that's on them. But mm. we're making sure that your best player is gonna be out there on a the nationally televised
0: game. So hey, I, I get what they're doing. A hundred k is a heavy load. That's not your average fine right there either. I mean, do they have it to spare? Probably, but hopefully this will help ramp that intensity back up. And you know, especially with the season being reshaped the way it is now, everybody needs to be going on all cylinders. Nobody mm-hmm. should really be wanting to take any days off unless they're hurt or they you know actually have to, you know, whether it's a family situation or not, but I-, I think this is good. This is NBA putting their foot down, you know, and letting their players know that from every aspect, business and from a fan standpoint, not to mention the season tickets holders, which I read, forty percent of the NBA's revenue comes from season tickets. You mm. know what I mean, so being that, we don't have that, we need everybody on all cylinders and playing, so speaking of more money. The NBA has a little insurance policy now.
1: they mm. are
0: giving each team 30 mil each to keep the finances and everything else intact. Make sure AD gets his 190. LeBron gets his 85. Make sure everybody is intact. And this is great because me and you both know the NBA has it. But this is one of the things that I think puts the NBA in a league of their own because of what they're willing to do to keep things going. You know what I mean? So I think that this is a great move, and um, everybody just has to hold up their, their end to the bargain. And uh, I think things will run smoothly with this. And this just shows us, really, how much money the NBA really has.
1: Uh, well, I don't think it's ever been a question. We know the money is there. I mean, there, <laughs> there's t- there's times that they take losses, but I think that this is just a great move by the NBA because – now that the season is over and teams are looking to extend people's contracts and give mm-hmm. maxes to guys like AD or guys like LeBron, I think you now don't want those teams to try to make those moves and then find themselves in the hole after the amount of money they just lost due to the pandemic and everything shifting the way that it shifted. So I think it's a good move. I mean, it does show that the money is there, and I think that helps these teams you know, stay afloat. And, and feel appreciated by a league that they they just willing to put their necks out on the lines for and play a season in the bubble and then turn right back around and the season be starting up here around December 20th, of December twenty second if I'm not mistaken preseason games are getting ready to start as, it's as start soon as a couple days start as soon as a couple days so I think you know that's just their way of letting them know that hey we're working with you and another thing they've also done you gotta pay you gotta pay attention to the NBA because they're doing they're doing a lot of things to to show. Their gratitude, mm. and to make sure that these players are going to be out there. And another thing they did: no randomized marijuana test. Talk about it. <laughs> they they they, they, they understand said JR. It. Oh, he's, JR, he's the face he, of it. He's the face. He, they they he was almost the did breaking
0: him, news picture, like,
1: they almost did him like a dictionary, like it was like <laughs> no randomized drug test, and JR's right Jr. right there. Picture
0: right?
1: Yeah, you know so. I mean that's just they understand these players are under duress. They're under stress. They they they've under they're under a lot right now. One thing we have to realize is they are human beings outside of the sport that they And play.
0: they want to hit what? They want to hit the Bleezy.
1: You know, the Bleezy. <laughs> you know? So I mean there, there's going to be times that you know they, they might need a little stress relief. You know what I mean? But take note, even though it's not going to be randomized, there's still going to be a day that we're going to say, "Hey, we might be testing you, you need guys." To be so good. Yeah. So It's up to the player or whoever to make sure that you they're just good. prepare for that day, but well, we're not here to blindside anyone. We know what we know what's going on nowadays. It ain't no secret. So just know when your day come, make sure you prepare.
0: Yeah. Troy, I think that the NBA not testing for marijuana is that's them showing that they're really working. You know, with the athletes, not saying to go and run crazy and and you know do whatever you want, but we understand what you guys are going through, and it's, it's legal in a lot of states now. You know, it's being decriminalized, like marijuana is legal, it's it's touching right hand jersey now. New York is next, mm-hmm. and you know, once it hits New York, that's it. Everywhere else is mm-hmm. good or should be good. So, I just hope all of the players take heed. You know, don't do too much. Hopefully, you're not you know smoking too crazy before the game. <laughs> and now you shooting air balls and shooting over the backboard. <laughs> Forgot got <laughs> to tie your <laughs> <in laughs> shoes. It's think, just like think,
1: think you in the scene, think you in six man out there and stuff. <laughs> you know a pull
0: up, or pull up a dude and do the Michael Beasley. Tell you to come in the game. You got your warm up shorts on. Now you got to go in the oh, back end. Man. Oh, come on! And I don't even know if he was hot. but nonetheless. It's, it's a good move Let's just be responsible mm-hmm. and, and not have Stephen A up here Talking about Stay off the what yeah. I'm going to let him say it I'm going <laughs> to let him say it I'm going to let him say it You already know how that goes I, 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 Hold on I just saw
1: a video Of LeBron today Driving in his Ferrari Or his McLaren or Whatever up. And he had a mask on He had, he had the top off And he had the mask on He had the what? He had the
0: mask. top off The mask on that's what we call the, the episode. Mask on. Mm. Please. Future the mask Please. on. Please.
1: <laughs> mask on. <laughs> Please. Mask up. Mask on. Or whatever you need Please. to do.
0: And this, this is the part where, you know, we touch mm. on so many different things within pop culture. There's a lot of things on Troy's mind. There's always things on my mind. So this is our segment. Tell me what's on your mind. Mm. Detroit finally gets some love. Pistons. Detroit. You just gonna cut me off. Basky
1: bro. <laughs> I That's had des- to.
0: That's desperation right there.
1: Shout out Mason. Shout out Mason.
0: Okay. Killian Hayes started point guard for the Detroit Pistons. We're happy for you. No, what no, you no. Say? Hold on, hold on.
1: Put this same energy <laughs> in to when you talk about why. When you talk about hey, don't do Killian Hayes. Because like we don't
0: that. know what Killian Hayes is gonna do. Is he proven? Relax. When you lose so much, I'm, you get excited. Like, you get excited. Listen, listen. When things listen. start to go your way, so I'm just here to tell you, I'm here for you as your brother. But calm down.
1: There's always people. Calm that down, because me, you're gonna have
0: this talk again.
1: There's always people that try to rain on your parade. I'm not you just raining happen, on your parade. You, just, you just, just happen, you. happen to I want fit you the stay mold. Level headed. You just happen to fit the mold today, but it's all good. Oh, now it's
0: me. Go ahead. Talk the, about killing your hate. Go ahead.
1: Killian Hayes, I'm excited. He was the number seven pick in the NBA draft. Uh, Obviously, I I watched his game, and I know he's coming from overseas, Mm. from Germany, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, really watching his game, one, he's a lefty. Love it. The game is always a little crafty and unorthodox, so I love the fact that he's a left hand. But his scoring ability, and and I'm not not saying that he is them or is going to be like them, but I will say – his game and style reminds me of a James Harden, Manu Ginobili-type style. Very shifty, very crafty, can shoot the ball off the step back, very skilled when it comes to the Euro step. I think that you know his game resembles those players in a lot. And I think a key thing that I, that I paid attention to the other day was Derrick Rose talking about how hands-on he's been with helping him become comfortable in this league, develop yeah, his game. Too. I mean, we, we all know that Dwight Howard is – I mean, excuse me, Derrick Rose is one of the best point guards to to play this game. And obviously things have been different due to injuries. But when you talk about skill set, when you talk about still being able to play at a high level, even through his adversity, he's still that. And to me, over the last two, three years, it's kind of been in a conversation for six minutes a year as well. So I think that that's going to be good, you know, being able to come off the bench, but then still being able to nurture and help these young players like Killian Hayes. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what he's going to be able to do for the Pistons, man.
0: This is great because Killian Hayes has, has paid great homage to mm-hmm. Derrick Rose and talked about who he was to him when he was growing up. And we both know D. Rose was the man, youngest MVP ever in mm-hmm. NBA history. So to see Derrick Rose step into that, Space now and to be able to be a veteran and, and a mentor to Killian Hayes, which his, his tapes look great. You know what I mean? He is a lefty. He's crafty. He's done his thing over in Germany. And um, I think he has the tools. He has those parts to his game to be an elite scorer in the league. Um, I'm not trying to rain on y'all parade, mm-hmm. but y'all are going to need more than Killian Hayes. I agree. To be effective. But I mean, I we, we have to count the small wins as well. Might be a little analytical, but mm-hmm. I feel when, when redesigning and restructuring the team, you have to get happy about every piece because you guys know where you guys have come from. So and I, and it's, it's a win. Have, it's a win.
1: And we, and we got some other picks there in the draft, too. We got some little off-season moves that we've been able to formulate. So, obviously, I know a big part of our offense and defense left with Christian Woods, but with young players like Killian Hayes with veteran leadership like Derek Rose, but then again, we have five. to see, you know, so big shout out to the Pistons.
0: I just hate to pull your leg on this. It's bad when you're like fighting with the Knicks to see who's better. It's tough, and I'm not trying let's to – Let's move little. on. Let's move okay. on. Let's move. No, you're
1: doing that. You're doing that. You're doing that. So doing let's move line? on. You okay. just put a, the Pistons with the Knicks.
0: I mean, they both
1: bad. I know, I know, I know we bad, but we not but that bad. we old. not that bad. Don't do <laughs> that. Like, So let's move on to this next, tell me what's on your mind, the final topic of the evening. (laughs)
0: Understood, respect. DeMar DeRozan ends up having some type of home invasion. His Mm. youngest son and one of his children upstairs playing in the area. And allegedly, the person that came into the house was supposed to be intruding Kylie Jenner's house. Now, I don't know what's going on with these Kardashians and why this type of energy is always around them, but this is tough. This was just scary to hear. I'm glad DeMar DeRozan and his family and his child are doing well. But uh, we just have to be careful. You know, Instagram, social media, you just never know who's watching you. Unfortunately, I'm not happy that it didn't happen, you know, to Kylie Jenner anything in that nature either. But I just feel like we have to be careful, and I'm just glad his family is good. And uh, that's, that's just a scary situation because nobody ever wants to come face-to-face with somebody in the comfort of their home. And have to chase them out and then come to find out the guy didn't even really leave the area after calling the cops they had to arrest him so um it's, it's good that they got him they detained him and um uh, shout out to damar de and and his family yeah big shout out to damar and first and
1: foremost definitely glad that him and his family are safe especially a situation where it involves children, um, so that that's definitely a scary situation to be faced with. But I, I don't think if I'm him, I don't think it makes me feel any better that I wasn't the intended target. I yeah. think that it, it's it kind of it's surreal to know that this is a circumstance because of who I am, because of what I've achieved. That there's going to be people that want to envy, that want to be jealous, or that want to take, or want to be stalkers, or whatever. It's just it's just a a strange and sometimes chaotic world we live in. And unfortunately, those are the things that come with that when you are someone of, of some sort of stature. So I, I definitely, I think that is a blessing that him and his family are safe. And I'm sure of Kylie Jenner. I know she she's wiping the sweat off her forehead, oh, yeah. but but still again, it's, it's an unfortunate situation for her to know that someone was looking to do something. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Damar had to be collateral, you know, damage of that.
0: Yeah, that's that's really, really scary Well, listen guys, we appreciate y'all for tuning in Rob Bruin, T. Rose On the NBA Prospects Podcast On the Believe Podcast Network We need you guys to like Subscribe, comment on everything We have a new segment Coming to the show Called Fan Favorite It's for everybody Fans, tell us about your teams The trades, the picks What you guys like about what your organization is doing And, you know, shoot us a DM on the NBA Prospects Believe Podcast Instagram account, or hit me and Troy in the DM one-on-one. Either way, we guys get you on as soon as possible. And follow
1: us. We just created us a new Instagram page for, for Ooh, the with pod. With a nice
0: logo, too. I know y'all like Nice
1: logo. logo. So go show that love, NBA Prospects underscore Believe. And continue to just you know support us. I know that we were out for a while, but you know, we're back, and we're looking to continue to move forward, come with new content, and continue To make you guys believers, so thank you, and continue to look forward.
0: Oh yeah, and huge, huge shout out to PC for killing it on that logo. Shout out P Sizzle. Yeah. Shout out P Sizzle. You know, just P Sizzle.
1: If you're listening, you're amazing. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, and we're gonna continue to do what we do. Let's get to to it.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.